Hi, before I start the show, I wanted to give you a quick disclaimer. Uh, I sat down to do an interview with uh, Shayla Aspasia for book eight of the series College Changes a Guy and um, realized that uh, we hadn't actually, I hadn't actually given her the right copy of the, the book, so the audio that she recorded was only about half the story. So um, I hadn't played part seven yet, so even though we talk about part eight and the collected series, those will be out next week. This week, though, the clip that I'll be playing will be from part seven, which is actually Shayla's favorite part. Anyway, so the, the, the discussion's about part eight and the conclusion, but the, the clip is going to be about part seven. Thanks for understanding. Now here's your podcast. everybody, this is Kylie Gable from Candy Apple Press. Welcome to the Feminization Boudoir. Uh, my guest today is Shayla Aspasia, who has become kind of the most valuable player of this particular season, as we are using her talent quite a bit. Hi, Shayla. Hi, thank you. I'm flattered. Well, I wanted to start off, before we get into the, the sexy stuff, talking about the, the last... Um, interview I did with with you when, when we had uh, Jen Davis on as well and I need to get another audio to her fast by the way um, and one of the things with um, that interview you asked if we could hear the the puppy barking in the background mm-hmm. and uh, there were a couple times I could but not when we were on the microphone and uh, so you mentioned well tell us tell us about this this puppy I'll, I'll well, put you up but. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it, it 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 was very sad in the beginning. I um I have an elderly neighbor, and she called me one morning and for help, and because she could not even get into the dumpster, someone put this tiny tiny what ended up to be a dashhound mix puppy into our dumpster that had been empty the day before, and. I'm just so glad we got it because it would have gotten very hot here in Texas and we were able to get the puppy out and I took it in because, well, I'm known in town as the, the person that rescues all the dogs. And anyway, we were talking and I was, I was concerned that y'all had heard the, uh, the puppy bark on the, the interview and you adopted it, <laughs> which yes. is wonderful because I, trust you implicitly i've known you for years and i have absolutely no worries whereas if i were trying to find him home with a stranger i would be terrified so i am beyond thrilled well i mean this is this getting a getting a dog i mean i had a wonderful dog that i that i had when i graduated eighth grade and um that dog lived for 17 years and was just a real, you know, a real sweetheart. I, you know, I went away to college, like in this story and, and, you know, she stayed home, but man, when you came home, she made it so worthwhile because she would be running around the house like crazy. Um, <laughs> and she's just a real, real good dog. And, you know, when she, when she passed away, it was like, I've been talking about getting a new dog and it, it's been a long time that I have been talking about getting a dog. It occurred to me that before I moved, I remember when I was still in an apartment, 
one of my neighbors got a dog and, and she had him outside and, you know, she was, you know, had him on a leash and I walked by her and saw the cute puppy and I was thinking, okay, I'm going to get one like this year. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking that was seven years ago. <laughs> so oh, the wow. fence needed to be fixed because, you know, my fence is falling apart and I, I didn't want to die, you know, running away. And there were all these little things that just kept getting in the way. So when I found out about about this dog, Chance, I was like, let me think about it. Because, uh, I, I mean, it's going to cost a bit of money to transport him from Texas to Chicago. But I also knew if I adopted a dog in Chicago, which I'd looked into, it would cost a bit of money just donating to wherever I, don't, I got him from. So I put up a, a message, like, to on Facebook to my friends, like, hey, um, talk me out of this. <laughs> and I think like the most compelling co- compelling like uh, case was well if you really hate doggy snuggles and, 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 doggy, and doggy kisses then maybe you shouldn't do it and I think that was the most <laughs> compelling reason not to so I I, I was going to give myself the weekend and I, and I called that night and I said I'm, I'm taking it <laughs> so I'm excited and I can't wait till uh you know, chances barking in the background of the podcast constantly. Um, yes. I and can't he, wait till he's he will. <laughs> I'm uh, excited for you. That's why we named him Chance because we, well, actually my neighbor came up with the name, but because we're giving him a second chance. But he is the sweetest dog, y'all. If I, I have three and I did not intend to have three. I meant to have two dogs. And unfortunately, I live in an area that people dump dogs often. And I have three. I can't do four. So I was so thrilled. I couldn't believe you wanted to adopt him from Chicago, but very happy. You know, extremely happy. <laughs> the more, the more that I that, that, that people have seen him, the more they're like, "Yeah, you're making the right choice." <laughs> He's yes. so adorable. And and honestly, my my friends they they raised about a thousand dollars to help with transport and everything. So that's the, so nice. Basically, it's it'll pay for transport. It will pay for his carrier, and it will uh, hopefully reimburse you for the taking him to the vet, which I really appreciate. It's you know I'm getting I'm getting a very young dog who, because of a real sweetheart older dog who I've taken quite I'm quite fond of also now, um, named Roxy. I um, I feel like chances like way ahead of the game in terms of training and things because he's got a very patient teacher. Oh yeah, Roxy's a sweetheart. She's our Gerberian Shepsky. <laughs> yeah, she 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 has been so patient with and I mean Dachshunds, he for being like really tiny, he really thinks that like he's basically the same size as, as she is. Oh uh, yeah. You see the rough housing, and she's the size. Of, I mean, he's the size of her snoot. You know, <laughs> you know. So that's pretty comical. So, uh, thank you so much. I can't wait for him to get here. And, I know. I'm uh, so excited. Two days away till the transport's here. I'm so excited. So, this is 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 a um, kind of an unusual situation. Um, we're, we're today as we're sitting down to record this. Um, I talked with, with with Shayla and and I'm like, well, how long was that last one? And and she's like, well, it was really short. And suddenly, you know, a warning bell came off because 
it's actually really long. My standard story is 6,000 words, and the long, and this one was uh, 8,500. And what Shayla recorded, this is on me. I sent her an incomplete audio that only, uh, an incomplete script that only had about 4,500 words. So, um, by the time this is airing, there is a very good chance that uh, Chance will be in Chicago. Um, this is kind of a two-week early recording because of the fact that um, we just realized, oh, we've got more to record. So, uh, bad surprise, but uh, totally, you know, totally my fault. Um, one thing you might imagine when you have 400 stories over three computers um, <laughs> you, you don't always do a great job of labeling. And so somehow, you know, I sent it in the same file that had all the complete stories, but unfortunately I sent an incomplete one. Um, and then speaking of all the stories, that's one thing about this um, particular story. This is the eighth of the College Changes a Guy collection. And um, it's a personal story. I am the guy that college changed. Um, and, and Shayla has done a wonderful job recording all eight of those stories. Um, I figured it out, and it's a total of probably over, until we have this last one done, I won't know, probably over seven hours of, uh, of stories. So, now, Shayla, you said your favorite was, was book seven? It is. I, I won't reveal why it's my favorite, but seven at the very end, it's, it, it, I loved it. You gotta, uh, y- y'all have to listen to number seven. <laughs> I, I, I had to, I had to message you and say, did that really happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes one of the things you'll see, like, I, I, you know, when when this happened, I found this very embarrassing. And sometimes I I enjoy relating it. I, I kind of find it kind of erotic to to re, you know get back and remember those experiences. And uh, one of the things though, when I first released these stories, you know, in a book called Welcome to College, um, what happened was I had this one reader. She was a wonderful reader. She she was. A, a lesbian named Joan from from England, and that's how she introduced herself to me. And um, she didn't realize they were true stories. So her first review was like, oh, I really love this book. It's so amazing what the girls do, but this Kylie character is such a twat. Like, why does he ever stand up for himself? Why did he think they were going to let him do this? Why did... And I'm like, uh, that, that's actually me. <laughs> so, that's pretty embarrassing. Um, so yeah, this, this kind of is, you know, going full circle. I'm kind of looking forward to reading the end of eight now because I'm kind of making, uh, making Shayla blush is kind of a challenge, which I think I've been successful at exactly twice out of all the stories she's read. And I'm thinking there's a chance this might be number three, uh, party favor, I think made you blush. Uh, that might've been, that might've actually been the only time. So... No, Trio, Trio has some... Trio had some... It was pretty raunchy at parts. <laughs> it, it, it definitely was. And, but Party Favor? Oh, yeah. I, that, I'm never going to forget that story. I thought, are we really recording this? 
So yeah, so I'm hoping the end of this one is not quite on that level, but the fact that it happened to me, I think, might make you blush. And uh, so yes, it did. You know, this this comes full circle. There's, there's eight books. It's all of freshman year, and although this went on for four years, and uh, the second series, which will also be turned into audios eventually, is called Changed by College. I couldn't have made those two titles more confusing. And the third one is being is going to be called The Sissy House Rules, and I'm going to just start writing that next week, actually. So this will include, you know, eventually there will be four, uh, four series, all with a different year of college. But freshman year is where... Freshman year is where things change a lot. You know. How how would you describe me at the beginning of freshman year, Shayla? Oh gosh. Sorry, I'm letting the dog in. He started to to cry at the door. Um no. beginning of freshman year. Oh gosh. I'm trying to put this politely. Um <laughs> <laughs> You were you were a little arrogant in the beginning, which got you in some trouble. Yeah. And then I I don't know how to describe it. They they took that right out of you. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of arrogance. And a lot of naive naivete too. I uh, you know, I didn't quite there you, go. you know. I don't know, I was I was a little bit young. I my my birthday is, is in November, so I was young for a college freshman and uh there was a lot of stuff like that going on, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I was not ready for college, and that's why the title "College Changes" got. One of the things we're doing because this is a whole big, you know, collection, is we're putting all eight books together. Now it causes a very, very expensive audio file in the end. Um, the price is. $49. $49.99, because we want that 99 cents. Um, <laughs> but that's $49.99 for seven hours of audio, which is like $7 an hour. And, you know, that, that to me is a pretty deep discount. You know, usually it's about 45 minutes for, for $14. So, you know, $7 a minute is... I mean, seven dollars an hour, not seven dollars a minute. Seven dollars an hour is about you know half price. Yeah, and for my sexy voice, that's that's one hell of a bargain. It really is, and she she does an amazing job on these stories. I really, I really, I mean, these these are different than other stories to me. I needed someone that I could had the most confidence in because these are stories that. Are personal to me, so I don't want you know some horrible, or not even horrible, just some re someone reading it in a way that just doesn't feel right to me. And and you really captured what what I wrote and what what I experienced. So I was so flattered when you asked me to do it, just because it is your personal story, and I knew it was important to you. And you know, I I enjoyed reading it. And like I said, seven seven is when I was like, oh wow. I mean, I I literally have the ending of that story when I as I was reading it I could just see it in my mind and it brings a smile to my face every time <laughs> I had a different reaction to it but um I, I appreciate that <laughs> I'm sure <yeah>. you do <laughs> 
But it's, I mean, it, it really, it, it was life-changing for me. And um, I think that you'll, oh, yeah. you'll, you'll definitely find each one of the stories is pretty um, pretty full. Freshman year, a lot happened. Um, so, you know, if you want to make, if you want to do this the, 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 the economical way, I hope you consider buying the big collection. And if you want to dip your toe into the water first, all eight, all eight audios are available individually. Um, the the first night and the first book, in some ways, I think might be the most entertaining. It, it it doesn't go nearly as deep, but I was just going from frying pan to fire <laughs> to deeper fire to hotter fire constantly. Okay. <laughs> I I also made some of the worst deals of all time. So, um. Yeah, and, and, and one other thing, too, I want to mention, too, I'm, I'm really trying hard. I'm really not in contact with Amanda, the, the main, well, my main antagonist in the story. I'm really not in contact with her anymore. I know she she is, but I it's just it's way intimidating to try to contact her. I am in contact, however, with one of the other girls in the story, really two. I'm very much in contact with Deanna, and uh, Deanna is, you know, someone I talk to fairly regularly. Um, I have a little bit of a contact with Sheila, who isn't even in the first story. She comes along sophomore year. Um, I really would love to interview Deanna for this podcast, so you could actually hear from one of the people there. That would be great. And I think you should make contact with, with, you said Amanda, right? Amanda, yeah. I think you should go for it. You never know. It might lead to good things. Y'all might have a really good friendship. That's just so intimidating. <laughs> but I might, you know. Deanna, on the other hand, you know, Deanna, on the other hand, and I, we, but my problem, her, the problem with her is um, she is a school teacher. And she really is terrified of uh, somebody recognizing her voice. Sure. Podcast, which my comment to that is, well, if they recognize your voice on the podcast, the only way that happens is if they're listening. <laughs> exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, all these porn mags I bought, you're in them. You know, it does, it does, <laughs> it's not really, a, <laughs> you know, but yeah, she, uh, so maybe. She, I interviewed her for my for my uh, blog a long time ago, and it, it, I think she it's it's interesting to get her perspective. There's things that I was definitely wrong about, and um, I it, it kind of when I when I rewrote these stories from Welcome to College, some of the things changed a little bit in personality because, like, I really thought that what happened to me was like feminist revenge, that they really couldn't stand me because I was so arrogant. And we're talking to her, I realized, no, they really liked me a lot. They were just having a lot of fun at my expense, which I totally can relate to. I do that to my friends, too. Not feminize them, but <laughs> have fun at their expense, you know. Um, so, like I said, we'll, we'll both have up the, the collection as well as the individual. You know, the individual stories. And uh, I really, I, I can't, you know, I can't get over what a great, what a great job you, you did with this, uh, Shayla. Really, um, 
it's not easy doing a story where you have four main female characters because they all have their own personalities and they all have their own voice. In other words, the way they say things and also their own voice in terms of what they sound like. And I think you did a really great job of of capturing that. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm excited that you're putting it together as a collection. Um, I love that idea. I look forward to doing more with you. And it even inspired me to start trying to create my own collections. And like I said, I'm just super excited. Yeah, I I think, I I think, you know, I do this with books. I think the collection is the way to go because it really is one story. But, you know, I understand. It's like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I don't, I don't want to spend that much money. Okay, dip your foot in the water and do it a book at a time. Honestly, if you if you buy if you buy the first audio and you like it, and then you decide, okay, I like this enough, I'm going to get the collection. Well, then you've uh, saved, uh, you know, money. You've still saved money. And then the other thing too is with this podcast, we've got all these different audio clips up, so you can decide, um, you know. You, you can hear 20 minutes pretty much or 30 minutes of, of every one of the audios if you want to decide that way. I promise you you're getting a much richer experience if you if you listen to it instead of listening to half of each audio, which is what you get here on the podcast. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, I think, yeah, I think it's something they should invest in. I I had so much fun with this collection. I really did. So you have you have a bunch of uh, other audios coming up for me too. You've got reunion. Yes, I do, Which, and I need more. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, reunion's a sequel that was written like two years later or something of uh, Mean Girls and Mermaids. So if you've got Mean Girls and Mermaids, which is about high school girls uh, bullying uh, bullying one of their classmates, um, which it's one of the first audios I had on here. Um, this is a sequel. They're all adults, and it's their high school reunion. So um, you've got that coming. I, I thought you had one other one too. Well, we do and we don't. Um, I'm a perfectionist, as you know, and I was not happy with the Yes Lily. So I want to redo it. I want to remake it just because I don't know. I was so nervous when I started. I was really nervous, y'all, when I started recording his audios. I mean, I know I'd, I've done my own for years, but I was like, oh, my gosh, just somebody else's work. And I had a little bit of anxiety. So I am working on that again because I just I want to make it a little bit better. So I've got that in reunion. And then I need you to send me a bunch more because I really love doing this and I want to keep going. For sure. I definitely I've got a, I, I think I've got um, we've talked about doing some of the, the series books, which I, which I think would be great. Yes. One other one other thing um, I was going to mention with um, oh gosh now I just totally drew a blank. Well, y'all, um, while he's figuring out what he was going to say because I've done that many times, um, check out Trio. I really loved Trio. Um, it that and Party Favor were my two favorite. He assigns me the naughty ones. I don't know why, but I always get the naughty <laughs> ones. But it was actually really, really, really good. It's what I'm going to really, it's what I'm going to highly recommend. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely, you, you, you get the naughty ones. Uh, <laughs> I've got, you know, Jen for the, the spanking ones, you know, I, I kind of, I've got. Why do I get the naughty? 
I, I don't know. It just seems to fit. <laughs> you have a very sexy voice. That's that's why. You know? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, not that Jen, not that Jen doesn't also have a very sexy voice, but is. hers is more sexy as in the cold sweat. I hope I didn't say anything wrong that she's going to put me over her knee. You're just sexy yeah. in a different way. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, thank you for coming, Shayla. The, the last thing I wanted to do uh, before we get going um, is to do a just a little shout-out. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to do was to make my audios available on Nightflirt. I have a Nightflirt account, but it's pretty useless putting the audios on Nightflirt because um, they have a section for women, they have a section for men, they have a section for transgender. I don't really go into any of those categories. I mean, I am a guy, and I that's how I, re- I relate, but the, the, the men section is basically men for men, which is not really something I do. Um, so I wind up in the transgender area, and nobody is looking for femdom audios in the transgender section. So what I try to do instead is to... Um, you know, figure out a way to put them into the, the 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 women's section where people are actually looking for them. And so Claudia, who who's my co-writer, has been doing the um, Miss Candy Apple line. Now, not only is she a wonderful person to talk to, um, great on the phone, but she also has a bunch of my audios for sale on there. If you'd be more nervous about, you know, going to Clips for Sale or I Want Clips, um, you know, and you'd rather just do do Night Flirt, um, I've got about 13 audios up there and more are coming. So. I, I love her. I just love what y'all did with the candy apple the it's just it looks so pretty i love that the hair the red lipstick i can't wear red lipstick i look like a clown i've tried before but <laughs> i was i was looking at your listing last night and it looks so nice and yeah he's yeah. he's got some really great audios up there and some really wonderful performers it's not just me i mean there are there are a whole bunch of ladies that are involved with this with really sexy voices so y'all right. need to check that out yeah and and also um if you go to kyliegable.com i'm trying to keep links for all of them there's some people who um have done some audios who will be doing more like reina means queen lindsey hawthorne faith o'shea there's a lot of people up there that you know and and i don't want to name them because i'm not going to be able to remember them all right off the top of my head but you know there's a lot of people who've done audios and that have listings so if you'd like to talk to them you know you, you know they get my kinks hopefully they get yours too yeah Absolutely. So, okay, here's my spur of the spur of the uh, second decision. Um, Shayla, why don't you talk now? <laughs> Give me one second. I have a, I have a bright idea, um, oh. and I'm doing this live on the air as I decide what we're doing with today's podcast. That is hilarious. Uh-huh. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing today? You know what I realize? Hmm. I realized that we have our last College Changes a Guy audio that we played is part six. Are you serious? It goes part six, New Talent Showcase, and then last week was Trio. Oh, so wow. How about, seven. 
How about this week we play seven, next week we play eight? That works. That and works. You, and you know there's this big collection. I'm going to put this on, I'm going to put this interview uh, on with, obviously, with the part seven. I'll also separate it. I did that with a Jen interview that was long. This is going to be like almost a half hour interview. So I think you're looking at another hour long, uh, hour long podcast. But so Jen, so so we'll do College Changes the Guy Part Seven this week, and Part Eight will be next week, and then the long promised show with Mistress DJ. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you for stopping by, Shayla, uh, even if it's remotely. I really yes. do appreciate it. <laughs> yes, well, someday y'all have to visit. Y'all have to come down here to Texas. You have to bring Chance so he can, you know, see us all again because we are sure going to miss him. Oh, I, we love to have you visit too, of course. I know. I, 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 I have a feeling that it, it, it is going to very shortly be my life that I will no longer be Kylie. I will become and Kylie as in, oh, there goes Chance and Kylie, you know? <laughs> Yes. That dog is adorable. <laughs> and oh, he is he the will sweetest. Be very, he will be very well taken care of and definitely loved. And you will get many pictures. So she, you, you've been amazing at sending me pictures, which just are so adorable. So I will return the favor when he's living with me. I'm and so one thing glad. I want to say about Mistress DJ, too, she, she sent an adorable little throw with Chance's name on it. So. Oh. You didn't tell I, me what it was. That's awesome. Yeah, little champagne colored, and it's it's it says chance with three little bones on it, and it's right on the floor next to the computer. So oh. when he comes here, uh, I expect he'll be a, a continual part of, of the podcast. So oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, well, thanks again, Shayla. And uh, next week will be part eight. This week is part seven. Sounds great. I'm glad we figured that one out. Yes. <laughs> I'm the air, which is just organized today, y'all. <laughs> All right. Okay, so part seven's coming up. Did you hit the record button? <laughs> I did. Oh, good, because I don't see. Oh, here it is. Okay, I didn't have the thing yeah. up. I couldn't That's find the stop it. record button, but we had oh. a nice phone. But yeah. College changes a guy. Book 7 Written by Kylie Gable Narrated by Shayla Aspasia Deanna had tricked me into letting her tie me up as part of a bet. Unfortunately, once she had determined that I was truly helpless, she called her friends and they came down to lock a cock cage on me. I wanted to examine it to see if I could pull it off but my hands had been very securely and surprisingly skillfully bound behind my back. Even worse, Deanna had tied my legs spread wide, so I was almost doing the splits. I was beginning to cramp up. The girls had left me tied because they knew I'd be angry over what had happened. They had left me for my roommate to deal with. I just hoped he had come back alone. It was a little over an hour later when my roommate arrived. I was relieved to see that Brett was by himself. I groaned, and he looked over at me, shaking his head. Wow, they did a number on you, 
again. I nodded my head. Then he looked and saw the pink plastic cage restraining my dick. Oh, wow, they totally cocklocked you, he said as he ungagged me. Yeah, I can't believe it. Does it hurt at all? No, but it's like an itch that you just can't scratch. I'm sorry, man, he said as he climbed on the bed behind me to cut me loose. I spent the rest of the day trying to remove the damn thing. But it was on securely. I honestly felt a bit violated. As an 18-year-old college man, I was used to masturbating four or five times per day. And going down to zero was like hitting a brick wall at highway speeds. By the next evening, I was already starting to get desperate to come. The girls knew it. And they used it to their advantage. A guy who is desperate enough will do anything. The first time they allowed me to come, again involved me kneeling on the floor of Amanda's room. I had been forced to write a four-page paper on the computer about why I loved wearing women's clothes. It didn't matter that I didn't really love it. I still had to convince them that I did. Or at least try to. I read the paper to them while I masturbated into a pair of my own panties. It was very distracting, and trying to masturbate in front of all the girls, it was awkward. But then again, I was so horny, it didn't matter. When it was over, Amanda and Deanna each grabbed one of my arms so that Wendy and Karen could slip the cage back in place. They were prepared, but I wasn't going to try to fight them. If I did, it would be weeks before I got another chance to get out of the cage. I meekly complied, hoping that my next relief would be sooner rather than later. The other big thing that happened that week was that the breast forms were delivered to the front desk where Karen was working. She could hardly wait until she was relieved. All of the girls came into my room like some cult ceremony, carrying the packages with them. I was relieved not to have Brett there. Look what came, sissy, said Wendy. Open the box. I want to see these, said Karen as she handed the package to me. I fumbled with the packing tape, but eventually got the box open. I pulled out the inner box, which contained two large silicone breasts. They had a teardrop shape and jiggled even for me just moving the box. Those look amazing, exclaimed Deanna. They ought to for what we paid for them, said Amanda. Excuse me, we didn't pay for them, said Wendy. Kylie's dad bought his boobs for him. Everybody thought this was very funny, except for me. All the girls took turns holding up the breast forms, judging their weight and how they wiggled and moved. It was clear that they were very impressed. I saw Wendy go into my dresser drawer and grab a tight blue bra. It was one of the only two I had that were C-cups. I had my A-cup bras for wearing under my male clothing, my B-cup bras for padding, and wearing under dresses and tops, and only two C-cup bras. 
This particular one was a birthday present from Sherry. Okay, it's showtime, said Amanda. Take off your shirt and bra, Kylie. After I was bare-chested, Amanda took a bottle from the package. After shaking it up, she sprayed my chest with it. Then she sprayed the back of both forms with the same bottle and set them down on the bed. It takes about five minutes for this to dry a bit before we can apply them, said Amanda, who had obviously done a bit of research or at least read the bottle. After I waited nervously with my shirt off and the glue drying on my chest, staring at the clock in my room, Amanda told me to pick up one of the forms and helped me position it in the proper spot in the left side of my chest. After she decided it was positioned perfectly, she had me continue to hold it in place while she picked up the other form and held my right boob in place. How long does this take? asked Deanna. It's another five minutes on each side until they're ready, and probably another five until they're really secure, explained Amanda. We did such a good job matching his skin tone, said Karen. Can I try something? Knock yourself out, said Amanda. Karen opened up the desk drawer where I kept my makeup and took out a powder foundation. With a brush, she began to fill the area around the seams of the breast forms. Wow, I can't tell they're not real anymore, clapped Karen. That's so cool, agreed Deanna. I wish I had my camera, said Amanda. Relax, said Wendy. We can get pictures anytime. I think he's going to get a lot of use out of his new boobs. Okay, sissy, do you remember doing jumping jacks in gym class? Asked Amanda. Yeah, I said. Then go on, ordered Amanda. Let's see 20 of them. Right here, like this? Right here, she confirmed. Just like that. I began doing the jumping jacks and the girls were awestruck by just how the breasts jiggled. I couldn't see them the way they could, but I was embarrassed just from their reaction. It's so not fair that he has the better breast than any of us, complained Karen. Okay, put on your bra, said Amanda. I picked it up and put it on without even thinking about it. I noticed the way Karen was looking at me, and Amanda did too. What? asked Amanda. I think sometimes we don't see what's in right in front of us. Do you see how she put on her bra? No fumbling at all, said Karen. Our little girl is growing up, teased Wendy. With the bra on, she looks like a busty girl. You totally could never tell, said Deanna. Hopefully no guys will be able to either, said Amanda. I blushed at the thought of any guys getting close enough to see me in just a bra. I hoped that she wasn't serious. After everybody inspected me in the bra, Amanda told me, go get your red sweater and put it on. Let's have her put on the skirt and some heels too, said Deanna. I want to see her when she's put together and the breast forms. You heard her, said Amanda. Soon the girls were watching me get all dolled up. They even had me put on a black wig and makeup. When I was finished, they had me twirl for them. The heels gave my ass and calves so much more a feminine shape, and the wide belt camouflaged whatever little bit of stomach I might have had. With the forms on, I looked decidedly female.
That's awesome, exclaimed Deanna. Can I change back, I ask? No way, said Amanda. I don't think you realize how hot you are right now. Amanda put her arm around my shoulder and led me over to the full-length mirror. I don't know that I would say that I was hot, but my body never looked so girlish before. The silicone boobs changed my whole center of balance. I couldn't stop staring at the way my tight sweater was filled by the 36 C's in my bra. Suddenly, I noticed the image in the mirror moving. Brett had returned. He smiled when he saw the girls, and then a look at me. Much like when my brows were plucked, he couldn't quite figure out what was different. But he knew something was. What do you think? asked Deanna. Oh my God, my roommate has breasts. How did you do that? They're breast forms, but aren't they realistic? I'll say, said Brett. This is kind of disturbing, you know. I don't know how I'm going to get this image out of my mind. Knock it off, I said, blushing furiously. If you've got $400, you can get your own pair. If I had my own boobs, I'd never leave the dorm room, replied Brett. Okay, Kylie, said Amanda. We're going to run along, but you're not allowed to change tonight. Keep everything on. I could see Brett smirking, and I wanted to stand up to Amanda just to save face in front of my roommate. But, after having my Christmas rebellion crushed, I was probably as compliant as I had been since this whole thing started. I just said yes, Amanda, and left it at that. My next chance for sexual relief came five days later. I know that for anybody who has been locked in chastities that these numbers seem really small. But I was a horny college student, and locking me away was not something I could stand for long. That Friday night, Amanda informed me I'd have a chance for further relief. I was to be in her room at 6.30 and to bring my black heels and my makeup with me. I'd been practicing the makeup pretty regularly since Christmas break, and my skills were about on par with your average high school girl. When I arrived, she had music playing loudly. She let me in with a big smile on her face and asked me, Are you ready for some relief? Yeah, very much, I said. Great, I see you brought what I told you. Go in the bathroom and change into what's in there and do your makeup. I want to see it heavy and wanton. Wanton? Slutty, she replied in an obvious good mood. In the bathroom was a long, straight red wig, some bright red fake nails, which I had a hard time figuring out thigh-high fishnet stockings, and a black lace garter belt. But what really drew my attention was a black lace baby doll in a G-string set. I had never seen a girl wear anything like this. College girls didn't have this kind of lingerie. And the one girl I dated in high school, she never did either. I busied myself getting ready. Those nails were a bitch but I managed to get them glued on. Unfortunately, I didn't make it the last thing I did, and it was hard to maneuver getting the wig into place with nails on. I could hear someone talking from the dorm room, which I assumed meant the other girls had arrived. However, I wasn't prepared for what I saw when I stepped out. Instead of four girls, there were eight, 
and they were set up like an audience. In addition to the four regulars were Cheryl and Tracy, who found me taped to the chair on the first night. Stephanie, who had inadvertently started everything when I told her she should switch her major to nursing. And Margot, who had been the other can-can girl in the sketch we did for French class. She had learned a bit more about me since then. I looked at her sheepishly, and she smiled and waved at me. The girls gave me a round of applause, and it took all my willpower to not turn around and run back into the bathroom as fast as my feet could take me. I saw Amanda approach me with a shit-eating grin on her face, a key in her hand and a magazine tucked under her arm. "'Is that thing really secure, Kylie?' asked Stephanie. "'Very,' I replied. "'That's awesome,' said Cheryl. "'All guys should come equipped with a cage like that.' "'Give us a twirl, Kylie,' shouted Margot. I turned around trying to do it in the sexiest way possible, though I desperately wanted to take off running down the hall. Oh my God, laughed Stephanie, laughing loudly. You're doing good, Kylie, smiled Amanda, handing me a copy of Playgirl. Now take this and go lay down on your back by the wall. I took the magazine and lay down in the spot where Amanda told me. Okay, Kylie, open up to the centerfold, said Amanda. Also, put your feet up in the air. You can rest them on the wall. I did as she said. The other girl started shouting as I put my legs on the wall, and I felt so ashamed to be looking through the magazine to find the centerfold. What hand do you usually use to masturbate? asked Amanda. My left one, I stuttered nervously. Okay, hold the magazine with your left hand and pleasure yourself with your right. You need to explain to us why that model is hot while you do it, said Amanda. I was so horny, but it felt odd using my right hand, and looking at a guy's picture while I did it made it even more difficult. The girls laughed hysterically as I began. I'm not hearing any talking, chided Wendy. Oh, God, I started. This model is so hot because he has such big muscles. And he's got piercing blue eyes, I said. Oh, piercing, laughed Cherry. The whole act was so degrading and emasculating. Unfortunately, I had to obey Amanda. Not that I had any choice. I hadn't masturbated for days while the girl's laughter was humiliating. It also somewhat excited me. He has sexy blonde hair. I'd love to run my fingers through it, I said breathlessly. Oh, and he has such a great chest. So do you, laughed Amanda pointing out the big breast forms of my baby doll. Play with your boobs. Rub those puppies. His penis is big, I said, as I rubbed myself under the forms. This sent the girls reeling in laughter. Oh, I bet you'd love that sissy, laughed Karen. Oh, God, I exclaimed. Oh, my, Kylie, it looks like you're about to blow, teased Amanda. Okay, shoot yourself right onto your face. Come on now. With only a few more strokes, I felt my warm cum spray onto my face as a bunch of camera flashes went off. I had never done this before, and while it felt so good to finally come, I was immediately grossed out by what was on my face, not to mention humiliated that six girls had just seen me do this and had evidence of it on their cameras as well. Good job, Kylie, said Amanda with mock sincerity. Now let's get you cleaned up. Take your index finger and wipe it a bit, the cum on your face. 
Then suck it off your finger and say, Mmm, I love boy juice. Keep doing it until you're all clean. This is going too far, I warned Amanda. Really? After what you just did and knowing that we could have that picture of you in the act all over this dorm in five minutes, cleaning yourself up is too much, asked Amanda. I dipped my finger into one of the puddles on my face and scooped out some of my own cum. I looked at it on my red painted finger and I felt a bit nauseated before I opened up my lips and accepted the salty sweet goo from my finger. Mmm, I love boy juice, I said laughter from the girls erupted. Mmm, I love boy juice, I said to laughter from the girls. I'm sure you'll get plenty of it, teased Karen. When I was done, the girls let me go, but locked the cage back on and wouldn't let me change my clothes. I had to deposit my male clothing in a bag and wear the baby doll back to my room and into bed. Somehow, I made it through the hall without being seen. And just when I breathed a sigh of relief, I arrived back to my room to find Brett and a girl named Molly already in my room. He was used to strange cross-dressing behavior from me, but she started giggling nervously. I didn't even take off the heels. I just dove into bed and pulled the covers over me. It was a tough spot. I guess I could have gone into the bathroom, but I didn't want to stay there dressed that way, and I sure couldn't go back in the hallway either. They left the room so I could sleep in peace, but I heard loud laughter echoing down the hall as they left. I didn't even get out of bed until the morning. I was so thoroughly humiliated. I hope you liked that. That was College Changes a Guy, book seven. Next week we'll do book eight and then the final collection. And then the week after that we'll have Mistress DJ on with uh, several of her audios. Um, do me a favor, if you get a chance and you're on Night Flirt, check out Ms. Candy Apple. Um, it's being handled by, by Claudia right now. She's got some great audios that you've heard on this podcast and some that you haven't. And she's a wonderful person to talk to as well. And then also, um, while I don't have book eight or the final collection up, this week I am going to um, put up Spanked into skirts. I always give uh, Miss Jen a, a couple of extra weeks to to promote it herself before I do. So uh, Spanked into skirts is going to be on my store um, tonight as well. Hope you'll check it out. Your support, both your purchases, your 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 letters and emails, and, and you know your sponsorship, whatever you're doing, it, it means a lot. Um, some I, I I know that I have a lot of people listening to this podcast. But sometimes it feels like me and uh, a microphone. And I really do, you know, need to hear just how you're liking it. And, you know, are you getting tired of all the Shayla? I don't see how you could. I think she's got an amazing voice and she keeps getting better with these audios. But I know we've given you a lot of her this 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 year. She's She's been kind of our uh, season three MVP. So have a wonderful week. And uh, next week, Chance should uh, probably... Uh, be in, on this side of uh, the country. So have a great week and uh, tune in next Monday.